Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It is the afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Glenn Hawke sitting in the chair this afternoon, feeling the big chair. That it is uh, Jimmy Smith having a well-earned break as we head into Christmas. Time to talk a little NFL now, and uh, we are getting closer to the pointy end of the season over there in the United States. Time to talk that with uh, RJ Achal from SB Nation. RJ, welcome along. It's great to be with you guys. Uh, I see Jimmy's playing a little bit of hooky today. I hope he's uh, enjoying it, and I hope you all are having a very festive run up to Christmas. Uh, I think um, maybe legitimate holidays. He's a, he's a hardworking man, Jimmy Smith, as you know, RJ. But, yeah, look, um, how's uh, how are things over there leading into Christmas for you? It's great. Uh, it's a busy time of year. My wife and I, we have a two-year-old, so... Oh, that, uh, that, that makes Christmas exciting. Uh, yeah, 500 times busier than I ever knew it was possible <laughs> to be. Now, where, where in the States are you at the moment? I live in South Texas. So actually the very bottom tip, if you look at the map, literally bottom uh, of the state right down near the border of Mexico. I live in, uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. So I'm going to take a punt here and say there's going to be no white Christmas for you. You know, uh, it has happened before, yeah. uh, once upon a time, but, uh, but it, it is pretty rare to your point. We're looking at, um, well, you know, we're... We're civilized over here with the Fahrenheit system, something around <laughs> 65 degrees uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I've got no idea what you're talking about, but uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we said, we're getting closer to uh, to playoff time. Still a couple of rounds left, but uh, at the moment, live at the moment, LA Rams taking on the New Orleans Saints. How's that one looking? You know, I think a lot of people are starting to believe that the Rams have a legitimate, you know, chance to not only get into the playoffs, that they're in the field at the present time, but uh, to maybe make some noise. Um, And New Orleans, on the other hand, is, you know, I know they've beaten the Panthers and the Giants in their last two games and didn't allow a single touchdown, but they're starting to fade a little bit. I don't know that anybody really believes in New Orleans, um, you know, beyond the moment. And so um, it's kind of going chalk, I think, as far as everybody expected this particular game to go. And uh, I know you're a Dallas Cowboys man yourself, first in the conference at the moment. How do you see their them tracking as they head towards the playoffs? You know, last week was really tough for them because obviously they, they went up to Buffalo and, uh, you know, embarrassed themselves quite a little bit. And I think everyone's willing to, you know, allow that that happens once or twice in a season. It's the NFL. Things are really hard all the time. Um, and so I think everybody believes that the Cowboys have proven to be a legitimate team and, and, you know, may struggle with a Dolphins team this week that is also very good. But mm. I think ultimately people have some semblance of trust in Dallas, unless it's against San Francisco. They're the, you know, they're the big bad boogeyman in the entire NFL. And so um, whether or not the Cowboys wind up winning their division, having a home playoff game, 
at this point is is a little bit out of their control. They have to win, but they do have to pick up some help, pick up another Eagles loss. So that's what makes these last few weeks fun is tracking all the different variables that the Cowboys need to go their way. What about yourself? Do you, um, as a fan, do you dare to believe this far out? I mean, you know, we're talking about a Cowboys team that has disappointed significantly um, just about every year for three decades. And so... <laughs> Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people who are too damaged to, to believe in them, you know, doing something significant. And I'm, I'm a bit of a, a romantic at heart, a bit of a hopeless one. And so uh, at some point, you have to figure that fate will smile upon them. And um, for what it's worth, they have done a lot of things that, that have been pretty foreign to the franchise in this drought. I mean, they're, they're already a playoff team. They've clinched a playoff spot, and, and they're a playoff team for the third year in a row. It's it's been since 1994 through 1996 that they've gone to the playoffs three yeah. straight consecutive seasons. And, you know, that, that doesn't mean you win the Super Bowl, but they're becoming one of those teams that is, is in the mix year in and year out. And, and you increase the, the odds and the probability that fate smiles upon you when you're in the tournament every year. And so they've got a chance. And, um, and in the past, every chance they had felt really precious because they never were able to string them together. And so I've, I've certainly got a, a high level of belief, but, uh, like I said, San Francisco definitely keeps me up at night. Now, look, RJ, there'd be plenty of Parramatta Eels fans in the National Rugby League here in Australia who could very much sympathise for you. They they haven't won a premiership, as we call it, since 1986. They've been to the final series uh, plenty of times. They've made grand finals but haven't been able to crack it for a premiership. So I'm sure there's a few uh, yeah, Parramatta Eels could sympathise with the Dallas Cowboys uh, fans across there in the States. Now, I want to talk to you about... Speaking of rugby league here in Australia, the MVP system in rugby league and AFL, our major sporting codes, is very different to what you have over there in the uh, the NFL. Essentially, we have game by game, week by week, uh, players have received a 3-2-1. And at the end of the season, it's all tallied up and to get our player of the year. And that's not always the best player from the best team at the end of the season. Very different to what it is in the uh, in the NFL. Generally, it's it's the it's the best player for the best team predominantly a quarterback that takes out the league's MVP. How do you see the MVP race shaping up this year? Well, I'm really fascinated and I'm going to have to do uh, my fair share of bit of Googling and Wikipedia as soon as we're done talking, because I, I kind of like that system on the surface because, yeah. you know, the NFL is, is the greatest reality television show that we have here in the States. Uh, and that's because we're the country that brought you Jersey shore. But, um, <laughs> but this 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 award, while significant, really often comes down to narrative. Um, it is so often not even the best quarterback, but just the quarterback on the team that had the best season. And that, you know, this award for any Aussies who are unaware is voted on at the culmination of the regular season, which yeah. takes place about six weeks before the Super Bowl. And so, you know, you can have the voters say, well, this guy was the quarterback on this team. They have the best record. So that's who we're voting for. And then not even wind up in the Super Bowl. And so it does feel a little bit hollow sometimes. Um, right now, it's really difficult to bet against Brock Purdy because, you know, if, if you play the game, if you understand the way that this award is handed out, he's the quarterback on the best team, the most yeah. impenetrable, most inevitable. Um, he, he does have individual statistics to back it up and to support it. And so it does feel like his to lose. But these last three weeks, you know, if it is based on narrative, have the power to create quite the story. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting how that uh, how that finishes up. Hey, before I let you know, you, let you go here, uh, Jay, have you heard already about the National Rugby League, the NRL's uh, game that's going to be played in Las Vegas in March this year? Has it has it reached your ears? Do you know much about it? 
You know, I consider myself a citizen of the world from a sporting perspective. Yep. I'm a big Premier League fan. Um, I love golf and, and love a lot of the Aussies that have come out of there. But I have not. So I'm all ears and definitely open to um, whatever I need to know to, to fully invest myself and understand the greatness of it. All right. Well, we're going to grab here from uh, Dante Adams. Here's what he said about the National Rugby League and what, about playing in America. Was hitting out there like that. This is like the equivalent of like bare knuckle uh, fighting, bare knuckle. Uh, what, what they call it? Is that what? Is that what it is? This is crazy. Yeah, these boys. I still don't understand the game. I don't know how you can get tackled and still get up, but it's, it's a lot of physicality. This is this is this is different. It's like a hockey game out here. Sure, I respect that. Awesome. You're in. People should get out here. Come, come watch it. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is intense right here. I don't know if I'll be out there playing, but I, I'll definitely come watch. Check it out. Dante Adams is liking it. Uh, RJ, I think we're going to have to get you across to Las Vegas to check out the uh, NRL in March. How does that sound? Well, you know what? I, I will live up to that challenge. I mean, <laughs> only for you all. I mean, I, I wouldn't do it for any other reason, but for, for scientific purposes specifically, uh, I'll volunteer myself as tribute. RJ Ochoa, love your work. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful Christmas, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you in 2024. Likewise, send my best to Jimmy, please, and all of you and your families have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Will do. Thanks, RJ. We'll uh, take a break and we'll be back with a whole lot more.